Hello and welcome to My Coach Kate. I hope that you are ending this month with some things that you have done in January that you are proud of. Did you start anything new this year? Did you make any plans for 2024 that you kept your promises to yourself? If you have any New Year's resolutions that you have dropped already, then pick out the parts of it that you did do. Focus on any progress that you made trying or any lessons that you learned. It doesn't matter that you stopped because you learned something and you can start again if that is what you want to do. Just the fact that you started those resolutions and took some steps in something, it's not nothing. Let's talk about our brains this week. Specifically, I want you to think about what your brain is doing on a typical day of work or school or whatever it is that you do most often. How hard and for how long do you keep your brain in focus mode? How much of the day is spent in meetings, working on one specific task, hopping from one task to another, and then on to something else? Do you have the kind of brain that looks like a laser, hyper-focused on one thing? Or does your brain look like a computer with 100 different tabs open, and you jump from one tab to another, trying to make headway on multiple tasks and goals? How often do you give your brain a break? And what do I even really mean by a break? What constitutes a break? And who even decides that? Who is the boss of what a brain break is and what it isn't? Well, the good news is that it's your brain. and You can decide what feels like a brain break to you. Yes, we could look to the experts to hear or read all about what they think a brain break actually consists of. But the thing is, but if you do something and it feels like the break that you need to you, then I am going to say that that counts. If someone else gives you a hundred different ways to do it, some of them will just not do it for you. And some of them might even feel terrible and give you some anxiety. And some of them will be right on the money and make you feel wonderful and refreshed. So we are going to figure out what feels right for you and how to even begin to figure that out. First, let's look at what a break is. It actually means a break in a straight line as if you actually broke something and it ended right where the break is. Picture piece of uncooked spaghetti that you just break in half. The straight line of that pasta is whatever it was that you were doing. Whatever your brain was so hard at work doing, once it hits the break, that activity just stops. It cannot continue over to the other half of the spaghetti until it jumps over that empty space in between the two halves. What you fill that empty space with has to be something different. If you fill the space between the two halves 
with another random piece of spaghetti. You just push those three pieces together to form a straight line again. Then, yes, you can continue down the line, but there is nowhere for your brain to experience something different, to get refreshed and be able to grab on to another perspective. It can't come back to walk that line of the piece of spaghetti with newfound energy because once it steps over those little broken spots on the noodle, it is still just doing the same old function of focus, focus, focus on walking that line of that piece of spaghetti. All right, I admit (laughs) that walking along a piece of uncooked Pasta is a really weird analogy and one that I'm sure that absolutely no one can relate to. I have no idea where my brain just came up with that bit of weirdness today, but I was thinking about something that makes a very clean, defined break when you snap it. And spaghetti is what I came up with. So hopefully you could follow me through that one. But I'm also sure that you probably get the point. A break is when you stop doing the thing that you have been so focused on and you do something that is so completely different that your brain feels the difference. If you have been focused and super active, it might be sitting down and doing some deep breathing or yoga or stretching. If you have been physically stuck in a chair all morning, focused on, say, listening to a speaker, then the best break for you might be walking fast outside in nature where it is relatively quiet. If it's quiet that you have had all morning, then some headphones and music can be the trick. If you have been catering to everyone else's needs and caretaking all day, then maybe it's a bubble bath with some very quiet background music and some alone time that is what your brain craves. Let's talk about children and brain breaks. Why do children need brain breaks? And why do we want to teach them to take brain breaks for themselves? One of the obvious answers is that we want children to grow up and be adults that have this skill, and we should have them learn and practice the skill when they are little. But we are not only teaching children this for their benefit when they grow up. They also need them now. Children's brains grow the fastest between the ages of two and five years old. They are learning language. They are watching everything around them. They are growing. Think of the difference between a young toddler and a child who is ready to go to kindergarten. It's a big change. Their little brains are busy, busy, busy. You can see how physically active most children this age are. Some of them seem to never stop moving. Their bodies definitely need breaks, and you see them eventually crash once they slow down. 
Although they can tend to fight off a nap or bedtime, like a prize fighter that never lets a jab in, eventually they crash and burn and succumb to some much-needed sleep. In the same way that their bodies need to rest, their brains need it as well. When an adult gets brain-tired, we might get a headache or get sleepy, or have our eyes bother us, or feel scatterbrained. We might recognize the signs a little bit too late, but when we do recognize them, we will usually walk away and find something else to do for a bit. However, a child has not yet built this skill of recognizing that they need a different activity. So what does a child do? They will show you that they need a break. However, it doesn't usually come in the form of a three-year-old politely tapping you on the arm and saying, excuse me, kind adult, my brain is tired and I would like another activity right now. If only it would happen that way. What it does usually look like just might be a complete and utter physical meltdown, such as a temper tantrum. It might also look like aggressive behavior, such as grabbing toys out of someone else's hand or hitting. It could look like hiding under a table behind furniture. It could look like yelling or using bad language. Something to get your attention because they haven't learned yet or they are unable to use the skill in that moment of asking for your attention. It might look like crying or an excessive burst of energy, running around and jumping everywhere, or climbing up and jumping off of shelves. It will most likely come out in undesired behavior. This is why it's so important in our efforts to teach children all of the skills involved in self-control and self-management, how to recognize when their brain needs a break. We do that by first making them aware of the signs. We have to point them out and show them. Just say without judgment, you are running around the room. You put your hands on that friend and yelled or you are hiding under the table. Just put the behavior into words. Then you want to give it an interpretation. You seem like you need something different to do right now, or you must be tired of sitting in the doctor's office and waiting for your turn, or you seem like you are done playing in this area. You are showing me that it's time to do something different. Or your brain must be all done focusing on these books right now. Maybe it's saying that it wants your body to move right now. And then you are going to redirect to another activity. This can be directed as one choice of something to do. If so, just give simple directions and gentle guidance. Or you might want to offer two choices if you believe that the child will 
pick one. If they don't pick one, then you can choose for him or her. You can also start doing something else that you think the child would like to join in and do. And rather than invite them, just model the behavior and show the expectation by doing it yourself. An adult who is calmly painting or cutting or gluing when it's a brand new activity just might entice a child who is having a crying fit to come over and choose to play rather than you focusing on the child and trying to talk them out of crying. You will get more of whatever it is that you focus on. And children want to do what you do. Okay, so let's go back to adults again. We also need those breaks. Sometimes we don't even need a long one. It's amazing how quickly you can feel refreshed and ready to go again if you offer your brain the right kind of break at the right time. Have you ever gone to an all-day workshop or conference? The kind where you are really focused on the speaker or on activities or on taking lots of notes. And then you have a quick 10 or 15 minute bathroom break and it's right back to it again. In the same windowless room and the same chair with the same view next to the same people, I really enjoy paying attention to how everyone else chooses could spend their time on that break, and how everyone seems when they come back. I have done different things on those breaks before. When I was at the first Conscious Discipline Institute that I ever went to, I remembered doing this. Some days, I was at the conference, but when it was a break, I had work emails to read and catch up on and answer. It was a little bit of a different activity than what I had been doing, but I didn't feel as refreshed on those breaks when I went back to listening after answering emails. It didn't feel different enough. At another break, I joined someone else and we did some laps around the building. I remember this break especially because I went back feeling much more rejuvenated after having moved my body and connected with someone else and talked as we walked and just got some sunshine and fresh air. It really felt different to my brain. You know yourself and you know what feels good to you to rest up and to relax. We also want to talk about your long-term goals and your breaks here. Part of knowing yourself is also knowing what things that you do to give yourself a break that are not aligned with your long-term goals and might make you feel refreshed but are detrimental to your goals. There are many bad habits that we can use and they feel good in the moment because they signal to us break time. When we enjoy that activity, our brain recognizes it as time for a break, time to relax, go. 
Examples of these can be a lot of things. Drinking, smoking, using drugs, gambling, porn, even things like adultery or sex that you don't want to have according to your long-term plan for yourself, but just want to in the moment. Even things like spending time watching TV or spending money or scrolling on TikTok or any other social media or playing random video games or phone games that add up to a lot of time, but you would rather be doing something else. When you spend a lot of time on your breaks and you fall behind on the things that you really want to get done, then it's time to ask yourself, are you using the excuse of needing a break to spend more time than you need to taking a break and you end up avoiding getting back to being productive again? We also end up relaxing, not because of the other thing that we are doing, but when we fall onto a same bad habit, our brain recognizes the message that it sends. When you come home from work and pour yourself a glass of wine while you cook dinner, your interpretation of that action and the message that your brain gets is, okay, Have the glass of wine in my hand. Now you can go ahead and relax. It's just not the wine actually gets us to relax, but it's the thought that we think, okay, now I can relax. When I stopped drinking alcohol for a little while, when I first lost weight in March of 2020, I really learned this. By replacing my dinner time beverage with a big glass of seltzer, ice, and five calorie juice and a slice of lime. No more glass of wine with dinner. I very quickly learned that as I got used to that new habit, I actually preferred that drink over a glass of wine as it tasted just as good or maybe a little better. And it didn't make me thirsty because it didn't dehydrate me. And I began sleeping better without having even just that one glass of alcohol. But the thing that I noticed the most was that I could still give my brain that same message. Okay, I've got my dinner drink. I can relax now. It didn't need to be an alcoholic drink in order to be able to have that thought. So I want you to look at the vices that you use to relax or take a break right now. How many of them are positive ones that you want to keep? How many might be negative or dangerous that you would like to get rid of right away? And then how many of them are definitely not harmful But you would love to spend a little bit less time in your life practicing that skill. Not many of us play Candy Crush and actually have a goal in our life to be the best Candy Crush player out there. Most of us would play it because it feels like a nice break to our brain from all of that other hard work that it is doing for us. The trick is to decide 
with your candy crush time or your TikTok time or your number of hours watching TV matches the amount that we really need away from getting things done. Sometimes a walk or five or 10 minutes doing word puzzles would give us the same benefit. And then we have some more energy to put towards our goals. One of the best ways to fix this dilemma is to just decide how much time we want to spend on those habits. Because if they feel good to us, we may not truly want to stop doing those things. And that's okay. But you can decide how much time that you want to spend ahead of time and then set a timer and stick to it. Remember, you would be doing that for yourself, not against yourself. It might not feel good in the moment to make yourself stop, but we all have 24 hours a day and you want to spend them in the way that you would plan for ahead of time. Love you, my friends, and happy planning your brain breaks for this week.